Hey fam, welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. My name is Manny. With me, I'm Pastor Roby. Each week on the City Rev Life podcast, we feature conversations on what it means to live like Christ in a modern culture, how to navigate various relationships, and equip you to make a difference in your cities. Now, if you found yourself on this particular episode, you know that we are smack in the middle of a really awesome series on leadership called Emotional Intelligence in Leadership. And today specifically, we've we've covered a lot of topics mm-hmm. so far, at least three yeah, or four. Yeah, we've talked about topics. things like um, self-awareness, about empathy as a leader. And I just like to say, in general, this is kind of an intimidating series to be going through. I think it's important to us because we have a high value for emotional intelligence and self-awareness and, and empathy in some of these things. But it's an, it, it, this whole thing is a journey. I mean, no one just yeah. owns the subject of of it and no one has just arrived and stays there. I mean, this is an ongoing journey pursuing just self-awareness and emotional intelligence and that kind of thing. But it's something that we very much uh, believe in in, as leaders and not just emotional intelligence in general, but applying that to leadership is really what this series is about. Yeah, that's really good. Today, specifically, we're going to be talking about um, humility and how that's kind of a fruit of emotional intelligence. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, and I would say um, it, it's actually hard to tell whether humility is a fruit of emotional intelligence or vice versa. And really, I, I think you could say humility is a foundational. We don't necessarily associate humility with emotional intelligence all the time or maybe with self-awareness, but that is truly a foundational component of those subjects and, um, and, and in leadership in general. So there's a lot of ways you can apply the subject of humility to leadership. And, um, and, and a lot is actually written about uh, leadership and, and how humility plays, plays a role in that. And so I'm thinking about um, you know, one of the, the great researchers about leadership and about business growth, Jim Collins. He wrote a book called Good to Great. And in there, he talks about level five leaders, like the top level leader is really marked by humility. And he says things about a level five leader. He says that level five leader is ambitious for the company first, more than for themselves. He talks about things like they don't believe their own press clippings. Uh, I love this. He says, uh, level five leader is more plow horse than show horse. And so he talks about just research shows the top level leader is marked by humility. He, he wrote another book called uh, How the Mighty Fall, and it's about really strong organizations that eventually go into decline. And in that, he talks about, and in their research, one of, the, one of the issues was when a company found success, their arrogance and their pride in their success ended up hurting them, and they ended up going into decline. And one of the things he said, and I love this, the way he puts this, he said their arrogance for success led to a decline in their learning orientation. So in other words, they have kind of arrived, they're the experts in their field, and they're the experts in their industry, they're the best, they're the top, and then they don't feel the need to continue learning. It's a lack of humility. So we can see humility in so many different ways and how it uh, applies into leadership, but specifically what we're talking about is the emotional intelligence part of leadership, like the, the self-awareness part of leadership. Humility plays a lot in laying the foundation to being emotionally intelligent and a self-aware leader. 
Yeah, that's really good. So we're going to be talking about, um, you kind of hit on it a little bit when we're talking about pride. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about two things. We're going to be talking about pride, and then we're also going to be talking about humility. Mm -hmm. So for those that, I mean, I'm sure everybody kind of knows what pride and humility is, at least like a gist of it. But when we're talking about it in um, the context of leadership and emotional intelligence, let's just kind of define the terms a little bit. What do we mean by pride and humility? Yeah, for sure. So let's just start with pride. And I think that is good. Like let's, there's, there's some Something like you can have, um, you, you can you can have good kind of pride. Oh, I'm proud of the company I work for. That's there's good types of pride and bad types of pride. There's real humility and false humility. And so let's define our terms. Um, let's just start with this working definition of pride. Pride is thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. So we have an inflated view of of ourselves. Um, and it, what the Bible talks about uh, to just bring scripture into this discussion. It says over and over in the scripture, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He lifts up the humble. Mm -hmm. um, it talks about pride goes before destruction. And I think it's important to understand about pride, and this plays into this subject today about humility and emotional intelligence as a leader. Pride is, it's not just type of thing where God sees someone prideful and he's like, I'm going to smite them. Like, how dare you? I'm going to zap you. Pride in and of itself is a, is a toxin and a poison. It, it's fundamentally, there are things fundamental to, to pride that lead to destruction and to, and to a failure. Um, like in How the Mighty Fall, like for example, like Jim Collins talks about that. If there's arrogance, you no longer feel the need to learn because I'm, I'm the one that teaches everybody else. I don't learn from someone else. It takes humility to say, look, I'll learn from anyone. Mm, yeah. And that's actually the person who's destined for success. So pride in and of itself is destructive. And so let's just start with this. Thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought is something that is fundamentally going to lead to brokenness as a leader. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me of when we were talking about this earlier, it reminds me of that C.S. Lewis quote. I have it written down here, so yeah. I wouldn't butcher it. It said, um, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Yeah. And so it kind of what well, we're going into humility now a yeah. bit, but it's kind of like you're you're not being hard on yourself but you're not kind of raising yourself up to be you know the, the main the main point exactly and i think that leads right into humility then so what then is is humility if pride is thinking more highly of myself than i ought to then is humility which is the opposite of pride is it thinking less of myself than i ought to like is it saying it yeah. is it, that would be our natural natural um inclination is to see oh i should just think of myself as lower but to cs lewis's point that's actually not what true humility is humility is not thinking of myself as lower than i ought to think humility and this is again so important for leadership so important for self-awareness and and emotional intelligence Humility is having an accurate view of myself. It's seeing reality. It's having an accurate view of myself because if I see myself as lower than I actually am, and if I see that as what I'm supposed to do, that's false humility. That's self-loathing. That's self-pity. In the end, that leads to just a preoccupation with myself. I can be self-absorbed while be pitying myself. 
I can be full of my of thoughts about myself. And that yeah. just is another type of pride, exactly to your point. Um, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. It's being more aware of others around us. So humility is seeing myself in reality. And so that in and of its, it's that's the essence of self-awareness is that I see myself for who I actually am. And so I, I am, I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. I not only know them, but I'm honest and open about them. Yeah. That's what humility is. That's what emo- I think that's the foundation of, of emotional intelligence and, and of self-awareness. Yeah, that's funny that you say that about a person that is maybe really hard on themselves or they think really like less of themselves. Is, is that when, whenever that person is in that mindset um, and acts out of that, it, it's almost like you would think that, oh, wow, they're so humble that they don't think that they're good or great or have strength. But it's actually, if you really look into it, it's kind of like they're thinking of themselves way too much yeah. and they're getting in their own way. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's and you good. can see you can see people when they're going through extreme pain, they can be very um, self-absorbed. They cannot think of anything outside of their own pain. And we can have grace for them in those moments. But after a, a period of time, if they stay in that space of just, I mean, just self-absorption in their pain or in, in feeling like, you know, that self-pity or even that self-loathing in, in the end, that's leading them not to see anything outside of themselves. And so, yeah, it can lead to just another type of self-absorption. Yeah. So that brings me to a question I, I want to ask, like, if somebody is um, has a true grasp on what humility is, according to the things that we're sharing right now, how can that how can they then lead that humility into um, self-awareness and then it leaks into good leadership? Yeah, that's great. Let's let's walk this out practically as yeah. leaders, whether you're um, leading in a ministry context, whether you're leading, maybe you're leading a small group or a ministry team or you're leading at work, um, you manage your manager, supervisor, your boss or in your family. How can you walk this out as a leader? First of all, understanding that humility, it, without humility, you will have barriers to being a self-aware, emotionally intelligent leader. Because you, you are, if you don't have humility, if you're not willing to look at yourself for who you really are, the reality of who you are, you don't want to face your weaknesses. You don't want to hear critical feedback. You don't feel the need to grow. You think you've arrived. You, and so you shut down people who try and give you that feedback. You may even as a leader, you may um, not want to face the facts of something that's failing. You may excuse it. You may not abandon it and make the tough call to abandon it when it's time. You may not have, uh, there's a lot of ways that if you're not self-aware about the reality of, of yourself, you're putting obstacles to, to emotional intelligence, and it takes humility underneath all of those things. So, for example, let's just play this out. Um, we, we talked about humility leads to two things, uh, being honest about to myself about my weaknesses and strengths, and also being honest and open with others about my weaknesses and strengths. And there's a way to do that appropriately. But if I don't do that, if I don't know my, I'll start with the first part. If I don't know my own weaknesses, let's just start with that. If I don't know my own strengths and weaknesses, specifically weaknesses, then that's going to lead me to ba- make bad decisions. 
So as a leader, if I think I have all the right answers and all the best answers for everything, and I'm not aware where I'm weak, then I'm going to not be the best one to make that decision. If I don't know my own weaknesses, then I'm not going to be delegating the right things. Because yeah. I have to know my weaknesses to know, hey, I don't need That's to be doing true. this anymore. Yeah. I need someone who's better at this. And um, in a management play, management space, I need to hire someone who's better at this than me. Or, hey, I've taken it as far as I can take it. I can't take it farther. I need someone who's better at this uh, than me. Um, if I don't know my own weaknesses, I'll have a bad vision. I'll have a bad vision for for the organization, the ministry, the family, because probably without humility, the the vision is all about something I want to achieve or I want to prove or I want to to um, to make right in my own story. It takes humility to know to know myself and all of those things. If I don't know my my own weaknesses and face them with humility, it, all of it plays out in so many ways in leadership. At the same time, if I can't be open about my weaknesses which there are ways to do this and ways not to do this as a leader, but if I should have some measure of openness. I mean, just think as a parent. Uh, I, my kids know my weaknesses, and I can be honest with them and still have authority and still uh, be someone they respect. Like I, mm. I want to own my mistakes and be honest. Hey, sometimes, sometimes daddy's impatient, and, I, and I'm sorry. I was impatient earlier, you know, and I think we need to be able to own those. If we don't admit our weaknesses... That lacks self-awareness, it lacks emotional intelligence, and it comes from a place of not having the humility to admit our weaknesses, mm. and that hurts our leadership. If, I don't, if I'm not open about my weaknesses in an appropriate way, then I'm going to lack transparency. So I'm not going to be transparent about where my strengths and weaknesses are. I'm going to be closed off, always trying to hide the parts of myself that I'm ashamed of. I'm always trying to hide the things I'm not good at. I'm always trying to project that I'm good and competent at everything to the people around me, the people I work with, the people I lead. And the bottom line is, if I'm, that's a way of being closed off. I'm hiding things about myself, and that's going to create a lack of trust. Yeah. People trust someone that's being transparent to them. Yeah, especially as you're talking, I'm thinking, especially if you are leading somebody that does have a sense of self-awareness, mm -hmm. they are realizing their own weaknesses, but they can't come to you and talk about that because they don't feel like they can connect with who you are. Yes. You know, so now you're going to have people, it, like you're saying, it's a lack of trust. I can't come to you if I feel like this person's not going to understand where I'm coming from right. or put into place the right moves and calls to help me to do my job better. Absolutely. That's and good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think um, if I, another, to that point, the, if we don't admit our weaknesses, we lack transparency. The second one is we lack authenticity. And I think that really speaks to what you're saying. Um, if I lack authenticity, if I'm always hiding uh, my weaknesses, everyone knows that I'm, no one thinks I'm perfect. Zero people think that I'm perfect. No, zero people think that you're, that you're perfect. We all know that we have weaknesses. And so um, it's authentic to be honest about those things. Yeah. And so if you're not authentic, you're going to lack connection. And you want to be able to, as a leader, connect. And self-awareness, emotional intelligence helps us connect. To do that, we've got to be honest about the texture of our life, their strengths and their weaknesses. The last one is, if I don't admit my weaknesses, um, I will have a lack of ownership for my mistakes. 
And if I can't own my mistakes as a parent, as a leader, as a ministry leader, as a boss, as an executive, as a supervisor, as a manager, as a teammate, if I can't own my mistakes, that is just going to create a lack of respect because I'm going to be blame shifting. I'm going to be making excuses. I'm going to rationalize it. And it takes humility to just stop and say, I messed up. That's my bad. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I can't do that, that's a lack of humility. It's a lack of self-awareness. It's a lack of emotional intelligence. And it's going to be, it's, it's not going to make me as, a, as effective of a leader. Yeah, that's really good. And I like that you're saying, uh, that you're giving examples on how to say that. Because for somebody that's leading in whatever sphere, whether that's at home, whether that's in the church, in your workspace, um, there can be that fear of admitting that there was something that was done wrong or an oversight on your part as a leader. So I like that you're saying these just simple phrases, you know, to get even more practical, like, mm -hmm. hey, I, I messed up on this. Hey, I, I, I didn't see this. Or let's talk about this is not working, mm -hmm. you know, and that was my call. So let's try to figure that out. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I'm the worst boss. Yeah. I am the worst mom. I'm so sorry that I yeah. can't do this job, you know. Um, but it's just helpful to hear that because sometimes your mind can go like, well, I don't want to also be that person that's constantly saying how I messed up on everything, right. you know, but just those simple phrases. Yeah, you, you don't, you can still lead strong and you can still read, yeah. lead with authenticity. You can still gain respect. You're not groveling. You're just being honest. Right. And there's nothing that makes people lose respect for a leader quicker, I think than when they know the leader made a mistake and he stands in front and uses spin. Mm. And because people know it's like, look, or, or if there's, if there's just, if maybe the facts, maybe it's not a mistake he made, but the facts don't look good on him. And so he uses spin or she uses spin, just own it. Everybody in the room knows it yeah. and just own it, build authenticity, transparency, and, and, and gain respect and trust with, by being authentic. Yeah. So in this conversation too, not, not every person that would be hearing this maybe would consider themselves a Christian, but if you do consider yourself a Christian, you're hearing this, um, what does this have to do? So the humility piece, we're talking mm. a lot about humility helps us to be um, emotionally intelligent and better as a leader. Mm -hmm. What is the, um, I guess the spiritual aspect of mm. humility? Um, where does your faith come into the way that you can get stronger yeah. you know, and being humble or yeah. having that humility. Yeah. I, I guess as we wrap up, I would just say, um, the, the takeaway is to understand that humility and self-awareness and emotional intelligence are deeply I interlinked and humility is the foundation. And so as you are pursuing humility on your spiritual journey, understand that is that's an incredible thing that's going to be playing itself out as you lead in various spheres in all of your relationships and understand that humility is foundational to the gospel the gospel says that i need to be rescued by jesus i can't it makes me feel better if i could earn it but i can't i have to humble myself and realize i need to be rescued by jesus christ and so but that has implications the bottom line is i have flaws <laughs> i'm not perfect god said it Everybody else knows it. I can admit it. You know, God said, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have flaws. No one is under the illusion that I'm perfect. Uh, and so I can be honest about it. And, um, and so while it's true that I'm flawed, that is not the most true thing about me. What's most true about me is that God loves me and, and that through Jesus, I'm a son 
uh, he calls me a son and calls you a daughter and calls us sons and daughters of, of God. And so uh, because of the gospel, I can, I can have, I can pursue humility and l- release that in my life as a leader. Yeah, that's really good. Um, hey, if you're listening to this, and we, we spoke a lot about self-awareness. If you go back just a couple episodes, you're also going to find that we have an episode on self-awareness and leadership. So if you want to go back and kind of give a little bit more context to make this um, kind of fall into the right places, everything that we're talking about, uh, we encourage you to do that. We hope that this has encouraged you in whatever sphere of life that you are a leader in. And we'll see you next time, City Rev. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.